0: Hey gamers and podcast listeners, welcome to the Gamers Anonymous podcast, presented by Finesse Kings Gaming, where we will talk and discuss about all the hottest gaming news and topics that you wouldn't want to miss. If you've admitted to having an addiction to video games, then you're in the right place. Yay! In this week's episode, your host, myself, Trey Turpin, and my good friend, Tommy Harless, We'll talk about the recent Unreal Engine 5 tech demo running specifically on PlayStation 5 and the State of Play event showing an in-depth look at Ghost of Tsushima. We'll also discuss about the recently announced Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath, and so much more. So stay tuned as the show is about to begin on the Gamers Anonymous podcast. Hey what's going on podcast listeners and gamers Uh, this is your boy Trey we're back again with the fourth episode on the Gamers Anonymous podcast once again I'm here with my good friend and my brother Tommy Harless what's going on Tommy
1: what's good bro back at it again fourth episode we getting it in man Uh, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, yeah, bro. You know, I appreciate you uh, once again taking the time out to join me on this discussion about these wonderful topics we're going to have in today's episode. So uh, before we go ahead and get started, you know, I got to go ahead and thank everyone. Once again, thank you guys for listening and supporting the podcast. You know, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I love doing this and I love that you guys are enjoying the You know enjoying this podcast and the topics that we're actually discussing so it it makes me feel good that the listeners are actually enjoying what we're talking about so once again just keep on supporting the channel or the podcast and go ahead and keep supporting it and share it with your friends and family so we have wonderful news to talk about this past week was very 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 eventful so we definitely have some good topics to talk about definitely some wonderful ps5 news and a bunch of game announcements believe it or not Um, so definitely this past week in gaming was one of the best ones so far this year so before we go ahead and get started we're going to discuss some of the games that we actually been playing here this past week I know this week we actually or I shouldn't say we but the games I've been working on Um, I've actually been working on the Dying Light, just like I told you guys last episode. I went ahead and actually completed that game. Um, It was actually a solid game, I'm not going to lie. I would definitely recommend it to you guys. But I went ahead and finally completed the final mission. Uh, Wasn't what I was expecting, but nonetheless, I was very pleased with how that game turned out. And I still have a lot more um, DLC and other missions that I need to do. So I'm definitely going to keep diving into that game also i've started the mortal kombat 11 campaign uh just because uh some news about the mortal kombat 11 surface later on this past week that we're going to talk about later on in the episode and man i'm actually really pleased with how it's turning out so far Uh, it's definitely just like mortal kombat x and the mortal kombat reboot mortal kombat 9 Uh, i love how they approach their stories And so far, man, I'm really enjoying it. It's pulling me back into the Mortal Kombat lore that, you know, I once fell in love with because I actually kind of shift sides and went to the uh, Injustice side uh, or their Injustice game series. So I've been playing more of the Injustice 2 and, you know, I've really been getting into the DC lore and everything like that. So... Thankfully, this campaigns actually bring me back into the Mortal Kombat lore, and especially with the announcements that they announced later on in the week. Um, I also want to go ahead and mention that me and my wife, we actually went ahead and watched the Sonic movie. I don't know if you guys checked that out or not. Did you check it out, T.A.?
1: No, I have not, but uh, I've heard good things about it, so I definitely want to yeah, give it a try.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. well nonetheless it was actually a really great video game movie like i know they were saying how the the pikachu detective pikachu movie was like the best gaming movie it broke records and yada 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 because nobody can make a good video game movie the only ones that seem to actually do good were the resident evil movies and you know those aren't the biggest franchise movies so but Yeah, man. Sonic was, I was very pleased with the Sonic movie. Like me, my wife, if my wife enjoyed it and was laughing at almost everything that they were saying, you know, it's a good movie because, you know, she, you know, she doesn't, she's not really hit with anything video game wise, period. So when she watches a property like Sonic on TV and enjoys it and laughs and loves it, you know, it's a good movie. So me and her had a really good time with it. Um, like there better be a sequel because it just they just set it up at the end of this movie like there's definitely going to be another movie so if you guys haven't checked out sonic and you guys are running out of things to watch during this quarantine definitely go ahead and check out sonic the hedgehog movie it's really dope all right but that's actually what i've been playing or watching this past week what's going on with you tommy what you've been playing
1: uh man I've just been playing that grand Theft Auto San Andreas now I know a lot of people may be shocked by that but I am late to the party when it comes to that game but i'm I'm doubling back and doing my history on some grand theft Auto so i I'm th- currently playing the grand Theft Auto San Andreas I'm currently enjoying it it's a really great game i'm I'm enjoying the story it has a lot of twists and turns uh, but it's keeping me engaged. I do like the customization that um, San Andreas brought, especially back in the PS2 era when it was launched. Um, they did for that game to be a PS2 game and have the amount of customization that it has. It's just kind of mind-blowing to me. Um, so definitely Rockstar did the, did the dang thing with um, San Andreas on that note. Now, the other game I've been playing is uh, Gears of War 5, and I can thank uh, Trey for that. Uh, he actually got me reengaged in the gears i had to kind of fallen off on gears of war always one of my favorite series of games um the gears of war if you haven't played those games definitely give those a try if you have an xbox that you won't be disappointed um two and three were my favorites as i mentioned um, in the second episode of this podcast but uh turp got me back into gears 5 i had kind of like i said fallen out of love with it but he brought me back into it. And now I've been playing it for a couple of days now and I'm thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. Um, so thank you, Trey, for bringing me back into the Gears of War scene. I uh, appreciate you for that. Because like I said, I kind of fell out of love and touch with it. So thank you for that, man. I appreciate you.
0: Yeah, no problem. You know, I could say that about the Mortal Kombat because you brought that up and I was like, yeah, TA played it. Yeah, I need to hurry up and jump on this. <laughs> so, yeah. but anything else?
1: That That's about it. Uh of course Warzone. Definitely Warzone. That's always going to be in the rotation. I haven't been playing it as heavy, to be honest. I, I've tried not to burn myself out on it as much fun as it is. I, I know there's other games out there that I can invest my time into. Um that mm-hmm. that you know won't burn me out. So I, I've definitely been trying to steer away from the war zone unless, you know, all of my friends are on. And then, of course, I got to definitely run the war zone with my guys. But if they're not, I'm trying to steer away from the war zone of Tad. I'm trying to play different other games. So other different games, I should say. So,
0: OK, well, that's what's up then. All right. Uh Definitely, like you said, I agree with the uh, whole, you know, taking it in or putting it in the rotation, you know, because. I just know me and you are like-minded when it comes to we, we can only play a certain franchise so much before we have to be, set it down and be like, all right, let me go ahead and hop on this game. So definitely, all right. you know, definitely, man, go ahead and check out those games if you haven't or if you don't know anything about it. If you have any information or want to know more about Gears, you know, I'm definitely me and TA can steer you guys in the right direction there. But we do believe, or at least I'm going to speak for myself, I believe that Gears 5 is the one of the better Gears so far, and it's definitely underrated. I just think the franchise, like people are just like, oh, it's another Gears game, and they just don't really look at it because people want newer experiences. But okay, that's what's up, though. So we're going to go ahead and just go straight in and jump into the main topics here. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into the first main topic here. Now, this one has been all over Twitter. It started a lot of debates and it really, really caught my attention. So that's why I want to bring it up here. But the first one we're going to talk about is the PlayStation 5 gameplay demo reveal with the Unreal Engine 5. Now, this one, like I said, flooded my Twitter. Like, this is something that the PlayStation and the Sony brand actually needed because it capitalized on the missteps of what Microsoft and Xbox did with their Inside Xbox event that they had um, about a week or so ago. So with Sony, I guess you would say partnering with Epic to showcase and demo the Unreal Engine 5 for the next generation of consoles was a real winner for them. So what this demo actually showcased was what the Unreal Engine 5 uh, engine could actually do with next generation hardware, like how great and realistic the graphics are going to look, the how the character animations, the textures of the environment, the lighting effects is a major pinpoint that they were talking about. So... With that being said, when they actually showcased this demo, I'm not going to lie. I saw like a little sneak peek of it. Like on Twitter, people were like, oh my God, this is actual gameplay. And they actually showed me, if you guys haven't seen it, there's a section at the end where the character they were showing was flying around or bouncing or whatever she was doing. And I just seen that. And I was like, "This, this doesn't look like gameplay. Like I was really like upset because I just felt like with the PlayStation fan base, they were just, you know, agreeing with anything just to get under Xbox's skin because Xbox has actually been on the road here lately. And, you know, PlayStation fans just want something to talk about. So I was like, can somebody please show me gameplay? Like, because what I saw, didn't, it didn't, there wasn't any gameplay. So then that's to when Tommy, he went ahead and sent in a group chat. He sent the little video of it, and I decided to watch it. And I was actually blown away, so I'm gonna go ahead and let Tommy take 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 this one away. And bro, like when you seen this video, what was
1: your first reaction? Well, when I read the 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 title on the video, I was like, oh, I was like, oh man, I was like, they they picked the right time to do it because, like you stated in your uh soliloquy there, you know they want to capitalize on Microsoft's mistakes. So what better time to do it than right then when they drop that um, video. However, once I started watching it, I was like, oh, it was a deep dive on the Unreal Engine because they, they didn't say that in the caption of the video. It just said PS5 gameplay. And, you know, it was from IGN. So I'm just like, oh, IGN got the leak. They got the exclusive." So I'm like, okay. So I start watching it. And then the guy, as soon as the video starts, you know, the guys come up, say, hey, this is Unreal Engine 5, you know, we're presenting it on a PS5. I said, oh, okay, well, okay. So there's it's an underlying thing It's it's we want to present the Unreal Engine, but we're capturing this on a PS5. So it's not really PS5 gameplay, essentially. It's just they're showing us what the capabilities of the Unreal Engine 5 is on a PS5. I was like, okay, this makes sense. So, I, so once I heard that, I just started watching it and taking it in for what it was. And like you said, man, the lighting looks great the rocks the they were showing how they could move the lighting and how it makes you know the setting look different and it really did it it, it, you know they moved it to the opposite side of where the light was and it made that whole cave look totally different it made it look darker whereas where it was prior to when they moved it it the it was light you could see the rocks and how detailed and oriented they looked and um how many triangle triangles it took they started talking about the triangles and i'm just amazed i'm like and i i know (laughs) okay like they said it this is like three million triangles sitting right there where them rocks are and i'm like what and i'm like i'm just blown away i'm like that's crazy and then later into the thing when they showed the statue this is 13 million triangles right here this one statue and then they went in the whole room full of the whole all the same statue and they're like yeah this is like 36 million and i could be exaggerating the number but i definitely think it was like 36 it was like 30 some million triangles in this one little area and i'm like bro this is ridiculous i like, I can't believe this like the the amount of detail and just the movement and how it looks so fluid it didn't look like it was an animation it looked like you know something you would see in a movie like how natural you know people move like okay You know, I'm going to put my hand here when I'm going through this little crack here. You know, it's just normal stuff that you would see people do in everyday life. So it was really cool to see that. Now, at the end, when you said the girl was jumping and flying around, that was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. That looked dope. But I think people need to slow it down. And, you know, this isn't an official gameplay. It's just exactly it's a it's a tech demo. And they just decided, hey, we want to use the PS5. Now for Sony. Now for Sony, it's great for them because you know this. This is like, oh, you, you got people talking about your system, which is like you said they needed. They definitely they needed need, it. They needed that. So, what better way to do it than when they did it and who they did it with? Unreal Engine. Most games nowadays use Unreal Engine. I don't know. I don't know anybody who really doesn't. Um, most games typically do so they did it right i i give props to sony for that but all the fanboys on twitter and everybody like that let's slow it down and let's calm it down it's, it was a tech demo guys let's slow it down and calm it down but shout out to sony and uh definitely kudos to them for getting their name back in the running and in the pot for sure because they needed it because they were kind of cool yeah
0: yeah like you said because they did it so perfectly, like Xbox stumbled, they said gameplay, 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 and it was more of like a an engine trailer, mm. such type at their event. So people were just disappointed at the fact that there was no gameplay shown. Now, granted, this, it was gameplay, but at the same time, it really wasn't gameplay because it was more of a demo showcasing what the engine can do, like you were saying. And it's not even a real game. So it's like the fact that it's not even a real game is just that you could tell. And it was just a little slice of something. You could tell, like, I don't see, you know, any game actually looking this great, especially since it's at an event where they can polish everything to make it look 100% great. So, you know, but just the fact that they actually had gameplay and showing they were showing something that that was actually running on the PlayStation 5, supposedly like it was just awesome for sony um but like you were saying the fanboys and everybody on twitter they just need to you know calm down i know they're excited because you know all they got so far was just a logo and a picture a snapshot of a controller so you know they really want something they can try to you know say like oh you know playstation or sony's not really worried about the playstation 5 yet because they still got bangers coming out on the playstation 4. like yeah that's true Like, I understand that, but at the same time, it still doesn't look good that Xbox has been doing so much to get everybody's expectation and hype ready for the next gen that Sony has really just been very tight-lipped. So this was actually a good thing for them. Now, with that, that's not the only thing Sony capitalized on uh, was the gameplay demo. The next topic, well, they actually go hand-in-hand they actually showcased the very next day, like on Wednesday, they showcased the Unreal Engine 5 demo. The very next day, they went ahead and showed a more in-depth or like more information and an in-depth look on their game, Ghost of Tsushima, which I myself was very excited because out of all the exclusives, well, not all, the one... Uh, there's two of them coming out at the end of the gen which is the last of us part two and ghost of Tsushima. out of the two i'm more excited for ghost of Tsushima because i can kind of expect what the last of us part two you know there was a first one so we kind of know what to expect and ghost is ghost of, uh dang ghost of Tsushima is actually a new ip made from the developer sucker punch who created the uh, infamous series and i actually enjoyed the infamous second son game that was actually good game uh if you go back to it like you can actually tell it was a launch title because it it uses so many of the features that were on the controller like the touchpad and uh the six axis motion controls and everything so i think it was a very good game to showcase the playstation 4 when it first came out so It sucks that we really didn't get a proper sequel to that, because I I really enjoyed it. But they went ahead and decided to create a whole new series with this uh, Ghost of Tsushima. And to go ahead and say, like, I know me and you, Tommy, we were talking about it a little bit before we started the podcast. Uh, You were telling me, like, you were under, like, you wasn't as impressed, like... When they first announced it, you didn't i wouldn't i shouldn't say that you weren't really expecting anything you were like oh okay ghost of tashima you really didn't know much about it and so you watched a little video and you're actually pleased with what you saw on there like it, it sparked your interest more me i was the opposite i actually felt like like i was hyped for it and then i watched it and i was kind of let down not saying it's not going to be a bad game i want to go ahead and just throw that out there because i know everybody i'm not bashing it or anything but i was just kind of let down a little bit because i was super excited for this game and then when i watched the little video that they had at the playstation event the state of play uh, it just let me down like it actually it just looks so familiar to me like, this game looks like a mix. I know people were saying, this is the Assassin's Creed that we have wanted. You know, it's going to be better than Valhalla. And I don't really see how people are comparing it to Assassin's Creed. But when I seen it, it looked like a combination of all the Sony games put together. Like, it just looked... To me, I, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. It looks like they just straight up copied Horizon Zero Dawn's formula, to be honest. Like, their exploration and just like with everything that they shown in this video so i was a little let down but nonetheless it's still i'm still excited to play it but i'm not eagerly excited as i once was Um, and that's just my opinion but you tommy like i said you actually thought it was you know it actually sparked your interest what did you think about it
1: yeah uh i was thoroughly surprised when you sent the notes over for the podcast you know you send links along with the notes and that was one of the links was the 18 minute gameplay from um, that IGN had put out of the ghost of Tashima. Um So I, I watched that. And as I said, when I first started watching it, I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't know what to go in as a mindset, what to go in with. Um, so I just went in there with no expectations. Like I said, I, I knew very little about this game. I knew about it because of it being attached to, uh the last of us two because they those two games were going hand in hand because they both were coming out in the summer and so people were like oh yeah the ghost of Tsushima and the last of us two were coming out so I'm like okay well I I had heard the name but I didn't know anything other than the name. So when I saw it, you know it starts out with the exploration and I'm just like oh great another exploring game. Woohoo as if we don't have enough of those already. But once I saw the combat I it, it piqued my interest and it it wasn't the samurai. It was when he was the ghost and he was doing like he was maneuvering a little bit different. He, he was more tactical, I guess you could say with his movements and his ways of um, getting rid of the enemy and how he did things. I just liked the way he did things as a kind of like a assassin, I guess you could say it reminded, that's what reminded me of the assassin's Creed was how he moved and the way he did things and how he was stealthy with it. I guess you could say um, but for the most part, I, I'm I'm still on the fence about it. I probably honestly won't get this game when it first launches, um, because for me, I know I know Trey, you you are not a big fan of The Last of Us. Um, unfortunately, yeah. I, I actually liked that game. I, I did. I, I can't I can't deny it. It had a great story. Um, so I, I I'm more excited for The Last of Us Part Two, but this is definitely on my radar. Um, I definitely want to pick this up. Um, now, as I said, this will probably uh, pick up when it's the price is low enough for me where I feel like I'm not getting gypped um, money-wise. Uh, but, um, like I said, from what I saw with the first 18 minutes, it, it, it piqued my interest. Because, like I said, I, I other than the name, I knew nothing about the game. I couldn't have told you anything about the game. And like you said, with The Last of Us Part Two, I played the first one. I enjoyed the first one. So I kind of know what to expect. Um but with this game, didn't know much. But like you said, it, it, it got me engaged and wanting to know more about the game. But, mm. you know, I, I'm just excited that Sony is actually starting to get the ball rolling on this next gen. Even though Ghost of Tsushima is at the end of the PS4, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with the next gen because it's, it's forwarding the progress to the next gen. It's like, okay, well this is the last exclusive on ps4 and it looks this good so and we've shown you what the unreal engine 5 can do on the ps5 so it's trying to keep i guess uh people coming back to playstation just so you can get those exclusives just so the game engine looks good and stuff like that so sony has had a great week in gaming if you could say or last week was a great week for them i should say um because we're in a new week now um but Last week was definitely a great week for them, and they did the dang thing. So you got to give them kudos. Um, they definitely did their thing last week. So shout out to Sony um, for definitely yeah. get the ball rolling. It was definitely a
0: good week for them, and that's why, like, I understand the excitement that we have and that the whole Twitter community had. Um, everyone was just so excited to see like a strong presence from Sony. Because they, like I said, they've just been very tight lipped when it comes to us wanting to know more information about the PlayStation 5. They just haven't been giving us too much information to go off of. So, with them to showcase the Ghost of Tsushima and to highlight these two big exclusives that are coming out at the very end of this generation as we're about to head into next generation, it's a nice little, you know, send off of the PlayStation 4. Uh, a great way to end the gin. So definitely, I agree with you. I can't believe you threw me under the bus about not liking the last <laughs> of
1: this,
0: you know what I'm saying? But uh, I try to keep that in because I know people, they'd probably, they would blaspheme, you know, just yell at me.
1: Nah, you, you like what they you just like. Don't agree. Yeah, you like what you like, man. Hey, people do that, but, uh, people uh, yeah. get mad, but-
0: no, it's it, it's not that I didn't like it I'm gonna just go ahead and let you guys know it's not that I didn't like it it was my expectations were just way too high because everyone everyone that's played it and the media they just hyped it up so big like when something that like when something is hyped so big like that it just hap. I just so happened become the biggest critic like I, I just like like I'm getting paid to criticize like I'm just looking and I'm looking for every little. Detail. I'm like, oh no, I didn't like how this go, or I didn't like how that went, or you know, I just criticize it a lot harder than if I would if I'd just went in there blind. So I kind of blame uh, the community for me not uh, allowing to, or for me not liking The Last of Us. But okay, so enough of what Trey likes. What I'm pretty much the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because with them actually showcasing the Unreal Engine demo and the state of play PlayStation event with when they showed the 18 minutes of ghost of Tsushima. Like my question is, is this how you're supposed to, is this how these events are supposed to be like, like did Sony set the bar on this is what a inside Xbox or Nintendo direct or a PlayStation state of play event supposed to be like,
1: Mm, I don't know. Um, It depends. It depends on what you what you're trying to do. Now, if you're trying to show gameplay, then. I feel Sony did has done it the best if we're comparing them to inside Xbox, because I know Nintendo, they're kind of I don't really follow that much with Nintendo, so I'm not going to lie. I don't really know much about Nintendo. I I do want to play a switch, but I'm that's neither here nor there. But if we're comparing inside Xbox to you know state of play, then yeah, PlayStation did it right. They they said, hey, here's 18 minutes of gameplay. And you had to do like like what you said last episode. They had a dude explaining stuff. This is what you do. So this is how this is how we do the combat. You know, this is how we do this. And it and it it was true gameplay. Even the Unreal Engine 5, even though it wasn't a real game it was dang like the dude was talking about you know oh this is 13 million triangles and we can move the light here and make it look like this and you know he was talking you through it so it's like even though we may not be graphic designers or anything video game designers anything like that we got an understanding of what these guys are doing with sony it was not sony excuse me microsoft it was more along, hey guys we're going to show you guys games And then when you get to the thing, when you come to the event, what did you see? Nothing but CGI trailers. So in that case, I do have to give the ads to Sony. However, I do want Microsoft to still do their own thing. I don't want them to be like, well, dang, we got to do what Sony did. We got to conform and we got to, you know, switch up how we want to do things. No, do your thing. Just use better words, I guess you could say. Cause, cause you know, that, that's the main thing. Use better wording when you're trying to convey a message, when you're trying to do something or when you're announcing these events, say, Hey, this is what you guys are going to get. And then, if you want to surprise us with some gameplay, cool. Like I'm sure we would not and we as fans would not be mad or we as you know just the public would not be mad because you know we want to know what we're investing in for the next at least 5 years or so. I don't know how long these new consoles are going to last, how long this gen- this upcoming generation is going to last. But I definitely say it'll last at least 5 years. So we want to know what we're getting you know when we decide to invest in either the ps5 or we decide to invest in the xbox series x so my my thing with microsoft just use better wording i'm not saying follow sony's lead but i gave the edge to sony on this one definitely
0: yeah they they should follow sony's lead when it comes to conveying the message like you were right. saying because i agree right. too i think the messaging of the inside xbox event was just you know poorly executed And Sony, like I said, I knew this was going to happen. They were just waiting for Xbox to mess. It was like the exact week, the very next week, they went ahead and did this after the Inside Xbox event. Just because they knew that Xbox then messed up and they wanted to capitalize on it. So I don't blame them at all.
1: No, and people were mad mad at xbox because they lied so they're like oh yeah well now we can sneak in and steal everybody's heart because guess what we got things that xbox didn't didn't show you guys we got the unreal engine 5 and it's on the ps5 first time you're seeing it and then we got the ghost of Tsushima, 18 minutes you know of game actual gameplay what's better than that you know we're, we're basically stealing xbox's heart essentially and just running away with it (laughs)
0: just making it look easy pretty Mm -hmm. much exactly you know and they definitely needed it like i said so because they just you know sony everyone's looking at sony and i know the uh sony fans and i'm gonna say the fanboys in their community they because like i said i've seen this and on twitter it's just so crazy because like the everybody I've been seeing nothing but Xbox 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 like everybody that I follow was talking about Xbox and what they were doing and like the people I would see about PlayStation they really wasn't posting anything now since Sony did this thing last week showcased a demo gameplay demo and showed 18 minutes of one of their newest IPs that's highly anticipated like everybody on the PlayStation camp is actually talking way more on Twitter and like they're not this is the thing What Xbox, I do see, I'm not going to say it's not a lot, but the Xbox people were actually talking like, yeah, they're liking what Xbox is doing. They're excited. They can't wait. And you, you would have some people here and there talking like, yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, you know, they need to watch out and stuff like that. You know, Xbox is coming back. You know, you would see those annoying fanboys and stuff, too. But then on the other side, Sony is nothing but, yeah, the PlayStation, they did the dang thing, and then Xbox can suck it, pretty much. I'm like, dang! Like, everybody. Like, you know, they're not like... It seems like no matter what, Xbox, whether they do good or bad, they still don't get the congratulations that they should get from just the gaming community in general. Especially when it's Sony-related or Sony fans or their community, which I just think it's crazy. So but that's, that's about little, it on what? real quick
1: that's real quick that's a little upsetting though you know i mean we we isn't our first love to video games regardless of the console regardless of anything first love is video games you know that's what brought us to buy these things buy these consoles well we love we love video games so mm. uh, just 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 to keep in mind like you know it all started with a disc inserted or a you know not even a disc back in the day it was just like you know somebody would stick like they would just plug it up to their tv and you had atari and you was just playing pong like that's what it was you know so man like that's where it all started from so like just keep that in mind guys like it's it's just a video game it's not it's not gonna make you it's not gonna break you we all have one common goal and that's video games and we love them, you know, so you don't need to tear somebody down, you know, just or tear a console down or it's fans to build yours up. You know, you can go and say, Hey man, Xbox has something cool, but I just prefer PlayStation, you know, and, and you're honest with yourself, you're not tearing down Xbox, you know, you're, you're just saying, Hey, I like PlayStation, but Xbox does have this one game that looks cool you know and and that's cool like you ain't got we ain't asking you to jump ship you know now if you decide to that's up to you but you know just keep that in mind guys don't tear don't tear one company down to build another one up definitely keep that positive energy for sure yeah i mean at
0: least that's what we're trying to keep ourselves around just that positive energy of video games Mm -hmm. even though we both tend to i guess prefer xbox but at the end of the day, like you said, we love games because what do we have on our PlayStations? Nothing but their exclusives because they were giving out games. Mm. Like, they're like, hey, play this. You can only play it here. So we had to get a PlayStation right. in order to play it, you know. But I just feel like the end, it's just, you're going to have that, that type of activity, the toxic community. Just like I, I look at it as sports, you know, you got people who love sports, but they also have their favorite team. Whether their team is, like, just think of it like the Patriots. Like, you can't tell a Patriots fan nothing. Like, no other team exists. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like you can't really talk to somebody with PlayStation as much because they're just in that position where they can talk that and back it up. But, you know, we'll see when the next generation continues to go on and, you just see how things roll out because things will never be the same. I don't see a generation looking exactly like the generation before it. I just don't see it. But that's an, that's enough talk on the gameplay reveal of the Unreal Engine and the Sony State of Play event uh, showcasing 18 minutes of Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our next topic. All right. So our next topic we're going to talk about, like I was telling you guys, not only was Sony announcing and showing a lot of stuff, there was a lot of video game announcements. And one of those, the biggest headliner of the video game announcements was the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remastered. Like, I'm not going to lie, Tommy sent me this in our group message and he showed me the video and I was like... I was just blown away, because I'm like, well, first, I wasn't blown away. I was blown away when I watched the video, but when I seen it, I'm like, oh, man, here we go. Didn't they just, they already remade or came out with an HD version? It doesn't feel like that long ago. So why are they trying to capitalize on another remaster or remake or whatever? But when I actually seen the video, I was blown away. It actually looks awesome. And... It, I've seen it all on a Twitter feed, so it looks like a lot of people are excited that Activision went ahead and decided to go ahead and not remaster or, you know, a HD re- remake or whatever, they're actually building it from the ground up on a... I, I believe it's a new engine. Like I, they used old assets, but it, it's an entirely new game. Like they pretty much built it up from scratch. This is the same team. I'm forgetting the name. It's like Vicious something. It's the same people who were behind the whole remake of the, uh, or they where they built it from the ground up. Uh, they did the Crash Bandicoot and the Spyro trilogy games. So they actually have a good pedigree when they come when it comes to recreating a beloved video game so when they actually announced this i was super happy uh the trailer it goes ahead and it shows that it's coming out september 4th Uh, it definitely includes everything like it includes all the skaters and the levels and secret levels and all the challenges that were in the first two tony heart pro skater games so it, and it also includes all new missions and also some that are tied to specific skaters. So depending on what skater you play as, they'll probably have their own you, their own new unique type of challenge. Um, they went ahead, like I said, they built it from the ground up. They the studio that was behind it, there they wanted they were just so, they they were all, how could I say it, they were all in the mindset yeah they were all in the same mindset of wanting to make it feel exactly like the original so they did identical map placement like they pretty much did a lot of math to go ahead and like know where to place certain objects and make it make it exactly like a exact replica i should say you know of the the of each and every map that they have in this game Uh, And also, they went ahead and tried to get almost all of the original soundtrack that they had in the first two games. Now, I know if you guys are following this, you realize that they couldn't get all the same songs because of licensing agreements. But they went ahead and tried to capture most of the songs that they had in the first two games into this game. And I'm sure they're going to replace the ones they couldn't get with newer songs. So when tommy when you first found out about this announcement and you sent it to us what was your initial reaction
1: i'm not gonna lie bro my seven-year-old inside kid got it happy as heck bro i'm not gonna lie to you i remember having tony hawk pro scaler one and it was a blue cartridge i'll never forget it because i used to play that junk all the time on the n64. so yep. i saw that my seven-year-old kid inside me just was happy i was smiling i was just like man It's been so long since I played a Tony Hawk game, but I cannot wait until September fourth. Once I saw the date, I was like, "Dang, we gotta wait that long!" But it didn't deter me. It didn't. It didn't. You know, hurt what I had seen um, in the video. So I was. I was nonetheless happy that um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater is coming back. It definitely is well deserved. And and like they have been saying, it's been over like almost twenty years since you know Tony Hawk Pro Skater one has been out. Um, and, you know, so it definitely deserves a remaster. Remaster If you're going to remaster a game, I feel like this is the best way to do it because it's been so long and people, you know, ha- not necessarily forgot about those games, but the way to play them now is you got to hook up your N64 and put the cartridge in there to do it basically. Or if you had a PlayStation or, you know, I mean, the original PlayStation, you might have to do it that way. So you, it was hard to even play those games like without unhooking your current console and then hooking in your old, your old console from when you were a kid and stuff like that. So for them to bring it back um, and update the graphics and, you know, update the engine here and there and stuff like that is really cool. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited. I'm definitely going to cop this when it first drops for sure. And and this might be something I play that whole weekend of September 4th. Uh, so Definitely excited as a fan and, and I'm not a big skateboarder at all. Um, I've never, I never learned how to skateboard at all. So, um, but this, gave, this gave me that vision of if I could skateboard, what would I want to do on a skateboard? You know, so definitely I'm excited and I never got to play two. So two will be something totally new for me. Um, I just had Tony Hawk pro skater one. So I'm definitely excited. Cause I get to get to also play a game that I didn't get to play as a kid. So, It's really cool, man. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, you'll be in for a treat then if you haven't played the second one because the second one, uh, well, I know for me and a lot of other ones, that's one of the best, if not the best, Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. So for you to not play that one, it's definitely going to be, you know, you're going to enjoy it when you actually decide to play this game. Uh, because i know the first one like you said played it on the n64 blue cartridge i remember it very vividly and the second one i had it for the original playstation and man i just remember playing a spider-man on there and just (laughs) doing tricks and him him slinging the web and catching the skateboard with his web and bringing it back to his feet and stuff like that it was actually pretty dope and the fact like you said like a lot of people weren't even into skateboarding and they played this game and fell in love with this franchise that's how powerful this game is and like you said it just awakens the inner child just thinking about this game and this announcement so i'm gonna just go ahead and ask you well i don't have to ask you so that's stupid because you just said so one so is tony Hawk pro skater the first one that you played and the only ones you've played Or did you play any of the other Tony Hawk games?
1: No, Tony Hawk 1, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 is the only one I've played. Now, I do remember playing a demo of a Tony Hawk game, but this was like on the Xbox 360 or something like that. So I I, I don't even remember the name of that one, to be honest with you. Um, So I'm going to just say Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 is the only one I played because I actually remember that game. I had that game. You know, so and I can't even remember the game, the name of the demo that I played, but I know it was a Tony Hawk game um, and it was on the 360. So but I'm going to say Tony Hawk Pro Skater one for sure was the okay. only one I had. OK, because I was going
0: to ask what was your favorite one. So that definitely would have been irrelevant. So I'm going to just tell you guys, like, I'm not going to go ahead and pick the obvious one and say Tony Hawk Pro Skater two. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say Tony Hawk Pro Skater, or I'm sorry, it's not even a pro skater. Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk Project Eight was one of my favorites. I remember getting that game and me being in high school and just playing the heck out of that game. Like that was definitely a, a fun game. It was definitely a step forward from because they were like Tony Hawk Underground came out and then Tony Hawk Underground Two came out and that was like on the wackier side and then after that tony hawk's american wasteland came out and that was like even more wacky so they they were kind of getting just a little wacky with it and then tony hawk project eight it actually it it kind of brought a little bit more realistic to it even though it was still you know the gameplay tony hawk is way different from the skate series games like skate is a real sim-like skating game but tony hawk was just a fun arcade skating game and tony hawk project 8 just man just with those memories man of how you were able to kick the board in slow motion and make it turn and do all kinds of crazy stuff and just the location of like the uh the skate pool park in the beginning and the little neighborhood and just the whole town that you can skate around it was just a very fun game So, And I've actually seen that a lot of people, I guess, are not, they don't think that that's a good game because IGN left it out of their poll completely. They wanted to say, what was your favorite Tony Hawk game? And Project 8 wasn't even on the list. So I was a little bit shocked about that. Uh, And then uh, there was a lot of other ones that they didn't even show. Proving Ground, which came after Project 8. And that's when, that was like the last you know, good Tony Hawk game that came out or fairly good before they came out with the ride where you had to get that little plastic skateboard for the Wii and actually ride on it and try to do skate tricks and stuff in your living room. That didn't pan out well. And then, of course, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 just killed the series. Like, I don't even know why they came out with that game. But other than that, I think that was one of the highlights of the game announcements that came out last week. So that's enough on the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster. The next game that we're going to talk about is the Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. They actually, Warner Brothers and NetherRealm Studios, went ahead and confirmed this. Because if you didn't know, about two episodes ago in Episode 2, we talked about Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath was one of the rumors or leaks that they were gonna talk about in E3, if that was still gonna happen. And so we didn't know if it was a real thing or not, but they went ahead and confirmed it. And they said it's a real thing. It's coming out on May 26th. They're adding more story content to the campaign, which is a first for the series. Um, And they're coming out with three new characters. They're bringing back Fujin. They're bringing back Shiva, which, i love me some shiva i'm glad they're bringing her back and they're also bringing in a good movie character of robocop a lot of people were surprised about that i think that's a perfect fit for this game like i it like you pretty much on mortal kombat x they brought in everybody of course mortal kombat 9 they went ahead and brought freddy krueger and that was phenomenal and then the mortal kombat x they brought jason leatherface a xenomorph which is the alien from aliens like they brought in so many iconic horror movie characters you didn't know who else they could bring people are thinking mike myers and people like that but we just didn't know so then when mortal kombat 11 came out they brought spawn and then now they're bringing robocop like and then they had terminator i think mortal kombat is doing a really good job with incorporating beloved movie characters into their games all right so not only new characters but they're also going to have new stages uh stage fatalities and they're also incorporating friendships which is a finishing move where instead of you know doing one of their uh fatalities uh, where you ripping somebody's head off and stuff like that. You're actually just doing a friendly gesture, like giving somebody a high five or throwing them a party or something at the end just to surprise your opponent, which are, hasn't been in the game since, I want to say Mortal Kombat 3, I believe. So that's a really good thing that they're bringing it, bringing it back for this uh, next, I guess, expansion for Mortal Kombat 11. What What do you think of all of this, Tommy? Uh
1: i'm i i'm i'm pretty hyped for it i'm definitely definitely um, looking forward to this uh content drop that they're going to drop aftermath um they like you said they have more story so that's always good because like you said it's the first time in the series that i can remember them doing it um so that's pretty cool and it gives us something else to play as you said, you've been working on the mortal kombat 11 story so this is just yeah. help you keep playing that story um For me, it'll help me revisit the story because, like I said, you know, in the past episode, I had beat Mortal Kombat eleven story already. So this will give me an opportunity to go back and play the newer version of the story. Um, Fujin and Shiva and RoboCop; those are good characters. I'm not um, upset with any of those. I do wish, however, though, that you know they would have gave us. I know they gave us two Mortal Kombat characters and then a movie character. I do wish they would have gave us. You know, another like f- instead of three, give us four. So give us three Mortal Kombat characters and then a movie character, you know, just to spice it up and switch it up, a, I guess, a little bit. Um, but neither here nor there. You know, they, they they didn't pick wrong with any of those three characters at all. Um, the new stage fatalities. Those are always fun. I, I do like doing those. I remember uh, uppercutting and I for- I forget the map. I forget what the name of the map is, but I know it's like you're on this w- Long pathway, and it's just you and your opponent. If you uppercut them, they fall down to this pit, and there's nothing but spikes, um, or the acid pit. You know, that's a classic one. So, I'm just excited for those. Those are definitely cool. And then the friendships, those are cool. I'm probably still going to do fatalities, I'm not going to lie, because those are just more fun. Now, if it was if I was playing against you. Turbo, I, I probably would. I probably would do a friendship. You know, you my dog, so <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't want to dog you out. Like that. But uh, if we no, no, you better do a fatality. The, fr- <laughs> I feel like the friendships
0: is like you just saying, "Oh yeah, you like I done not beat you a hundred million times already." Right. Like it's like right. taunting somebody. Like I'm not good enough for a fatality, right? You do a friendship, like, <laughs> right?
1: So you better
0: do a fatality,
1: right? But you know, you know, one thing I was thinking of um, about Mortal Kombat what I what I would love to see is if they I don't know if they could or if they ever will, but like you know, like you had mentioned prior, you know, Mortal Kombat Nine they have Freddy Krueger you know in in the game you know as a character mm-hmm. that you a playable character. Then ten you had like you said Leatherface, Predator, um, the Alien from Alien, um, you know, Michael uh, Jason. You know, so and then like now this one, they have Terminator, RoboCop, uh, upcoming Joker, Spawn, um, just stuff like that. Like, I would love to see them just put all of them together, you know, because that's a lot. I mean, to go back and play those games, that's a lot. I would love to see them put all of them together. So, like, you could play Freddy Krueger versus Jason, you know, in, in Mortal Kombat. I would love to see that. Do I ever think... Warner Brothers will do that and, you know, NetherRealm. I don't know. But for me, as a fan of Mortal Kombat, I would love to see that. That way, I wouldn't have to go download Mortal Kombat 10 if I wanted to play as Jason. You know, I could just pop play Mortal Kombat, you know, and play as Jason or play as Leatherface. Cause Leatherface, he was actually really cool. He was, he was, he surprised me. Um, I, I didn't know what to expect with him, but I, he was, he actually turned out to be one of my favorite characters in Mortal Kombat 10. So, but that's what I would want. It's just, you know, just, hey, you know, we've had a lot of great, you know, guest characters, movie characters in Mortal Kombat the past, like, three releases. So from Mm 9, 10, now we're on 11. So the past three releases, we've had a lot of great movie characters. You know what? Let's just put all of them together. Like, put everybody, you know, in Mortal Kombat. That way you know you don't have to go download the old games if you want to play as these people you know you can just play the new Mortal Kombat and then also you know just keep adding more original Mortal Kombat characters you know stuff like that stuff we we, we want as Mortal Kombat fans you know i mean it's cool to get the movie the the you know the movie characters and all that stuff but you know i just want some more of the orig- people from Mortal Kombat you know people we haven't seen in a while like uh um, yeah what was it Mortal Kombat Ten wasn't it, wasn't it? Tremor was that his name? Something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. I know what you're he, talking about. Yeah, he he had been in the game in a long time, but he an- he was another one of my favorite characters. Just way he he his different fighting styles. You know you, you know back in Ten you had three different fighting styles. Now it's down to two on Eleven, but you had three different. And he he was one of my favorites. I enjoyed using him a lot. Um. So just just to keep bringing back nostalgia characters we haven't seen in a long time so but i'm i'm excited you know as a mortal combat fan it, it'll keep me coming back and keep me invested in that series for sure what so, about you though are you excited as i am or are you kind of skeptical no no i'm i'm definitely excited that's why i
0: decided to go ahead and you know, start playing the campaign because I seen that they're coming out with more DLC and more story content. I'm like, hold up, they not finished with this game yet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't want to be too far behind. So I'm playing a story, which stories aren't really ever that long. So I'll probably beat it by the end of this week. Yeah. But other than that, like I'm just excited that they are still continuing to support this game, which I agree with you. And I actually think what you were hoping for with Mortal Kombat, is probably coming sooner than you think because they've done it before. I believe it was with um, Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Yeah, they had everybody. They had everybody on that game, every Mortal Kombat character ever. So I think with uh, Smash Brothers coming out with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate with every single Smash Brothers character that has ever come out, plus adding new ones like i feel like they're just going to treat it as a as a platform like a i don't want to say it but like a live service pretty much but it's not really it's not necessarily live it's just this is the game and you know we're not it seems like they're coming to an end with coming out with a new one every single generation or every single console they're like hey this is going to be it this has all the characters on here have fun and i feel like They'll probably do that with Mortal Kombat, especially with them supporting Mortal Kombat 11. Like they're trying to get a little bit more life out of Mortal Kombat 11. I feel like if they do come out with another one, or when they, not when they do, or if they do, when they come out with another Mortal Kombat, I feel like it's going to be exactly what you said. It's going to have every single Mortal Kombat character, including the movie properties, or I would hope so. I know they probably have to pay a lot of money for those. But, I just feel like they're gonna it's just gonna be called Mortal Kombat and it just it'll probably have a story it'll probably be like a what I don't know a twenty twenty story well, that's the year to come out I don't know when it'll come out but it would be like year twenty twenty story or chapter one and then the next year it'll be a chapter two you know and just keep expanding on the just the base game of Mortal Kombat and I feel like a lot of games are going to that like with Rainbow Six siege. They're not worried about a Rainbow Six Siege 2. They're worried about Rainbow Six Siege. And they're going to keep supporting Rainbow Six Siege, you know, until who knows? They said until 100 operators. But I feel like a lot of games are following that formula. They're just going to, instead of coming out with multiple releases, they're just going to come out with one release that's going to last for at least five to 10 years, maybe and until before they come out with an updated version of that game or before they give that game a break and then come out with a newer one later down the road
1: right so and, and that's smart by the way um to do that they I, we've been me and you've been talking about this for years like before yeah. before the podcast like when you were still here um in west virginia um so like why do sports games come out with a game every year do they need to no but why no. do they do that and we've been we've been talking about this for years and like why do they do that like why 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 and we all know why it's money you know yeah. but do they need to no like they could just do a live title update and update the rosters you know and then yeah. boom there you go you got you you know you got next year's rosters you know yeah. which is, instead of Madden NFL 21 just say Madden NFL, you know, and then boom, you know, all we got to do is update the rosters. Boom. You know what I mean? Or same thing for 2K instead of NBA 2K20, just say NBA 2K. And then boom, same thing, update the rosters, you know, and, and it just saves that much time, you know, because I'm sure a title update, I mean, as taxing as it may be on the developer's, it wouldn't take that long, though, you know, especially if you're just updating rosters and stuff like that. Exactly. You know, in uniforms, maybe if they got a new uniform or a new court or, you know, football field or whatever the case may be. But I, I hope I hope Mortal Kombat definitely follows what you said and does that, because just like I said, as a fighting fan, that that's my favorite fighting game, you know. Um, Ever to be honest is Mortal Kombat. I like the Injustice games, but it just doesn't scratch that. It's like a Mortal Kombat. You know that was the first game fighting game that really hooked me as a, as a young youngster. So definitely, I hope they follow suit with that. And I hope, like you said, Rainbow Six Siege has definitely been the proving ground of hey, you know this game has been out for four or five years. But look at it. It's still living. It's still thriving. It's still doing good. You know, we haven't switched up. We haven't tried to make a a Rainbow Six Siege too. We've just been dedicated to making the best Rainbow Six Siege we possibly can. And and I'm sure as taxing as that may be, it's saving them a lot of time and they can invest that time into something else. You know, that way, you know, they're not... You don't have splitting up teams and like, all right, half the team's working on Rainbow Six Siege still, but the other half's working on Rainbow Six Siege too. Boom. You know what I'm saying? But everybody can invest and stay stuck on Rainbow Six Siege, and the development team can get the best um, work at, from their employees on making the best Rainbow Six Siege they possibly can. So like you said, I, I pray Mortal Kombat does that. One character I do want to see in Mortal Kombat they that they haven't put in there yet, though, real quick, Michael Myers. If there was no better time to put him into Mortal Kombat, it would be now, especially when that new Friday the 13th came out. I think it was last year. I think it was last year. You mean the Halloween? The Halloween, yes. Yeah, it was uh, 2018. 2018. 2018. When that came out, and that was a, me and my girl went to go see that movie. So when we went and seen it, and we were thoroughly pleased with that movie. There was no better time to put Michael Myers in a dang Mortal Kombat game than that year or this year now, because I know 2018-11 wasn't out yet. Um, so, But I, I hope they put a Mike, Michael Myers in a Mortal Kombat soon. I think he's well-deserving of it. He's definitely um, a horror um, icon, if you could say that. Uh-huh. But that, that's who I want to see in there. You know, it's, it's all good to put all these other guys in there. But if you've given love to Jason and Freddie and Leatherface, definitely got to give it to Michael, man, for sure. But that's my opinion. Oh,
0: yeah. No, I agree. I think that Michael Myers definitely, especially like you said, with just the fact that the new Halloween movie, you know, it actually surprised a lot of people. And it, it like you said, you guys were thoroughly pleased and it was a good movie. And not only was it a good movie, it just went ahead and erased all the previous sequels. It was the Mm -hmm. true sequel to the first Halloween movie.
1: Exactly. So
0: it ignored everything and it was just a good movie. And for them for it to do so good, for them to shoot two more movies back to back, like that lets you know that the Halloween franchise is still alive and kicking. And Michael Myers, it wouldn't like you said. There's no other time or a better time to include him in a Mortal Kombat game. I would like to see him and uh, Ghostface actually in Mortal Kombat. That would Mm -hmm. be dope.
1: Yeah, because I
0: know – I think Michael Myers and Ghostface are actually in the game uh, Dying by – or Deadlight, Dying by Deadlight. I'm I'm butchering the heck out of that video game. (laughs) But Dead by Daylight, that's what it is. Yeah, Uh, they're actually in that game so they're actually doing good I guess it's just a money a money thing mm-hmm. or maybe they're like I don't want to see Michael Myers actually get killed off you know nah, type deal
1: I mean but but I'm he, sure that's but not he kills that's not anyway it. I mean, I yeah, like, he kills exactly anyway.
0: <laughs> exactly so I, I doubt that's it but I agree with you I think Mortal Kombat will definitely go in that direction as well as I think sports are definitely going to go in that direction too they need I, to. I, I feel like it is it it this generation we would probably see the start of that I wouldn't be surprised because that that's just getting a little old just buying the newest game every paying year paying 60
1: dollars every year like,
0: exactly like I'd rather pay twenty five for the newest for the update or, right exactly. yeah or something you know what I'm saying like but. But look at you
1: know. look at two K five real real quick real quick. I know this isn't we ain't talking about sports, but just look at NFL two K five. People still play that game, and you know what they do? They just update the roster. You know why? Because that yeah. game is a great game. Yeah. <laughs> like, people, exactly. People still play that game, and it's like that game is over t- twenty years old, and people still mm-hmm. come back to play two K five, NFL two K five with updated rosters, with the rosters for this football season. So it's it's the same graphics, same same
0: gameplay, everything.
1: Yeah. So it's not about, it's not about the game. It's about, is the gameplay good enough to make you want to come back? And I'm sorry to say these, these as, as good as Madden may do selling wise and because it's the NFL is going to do all right, you know, and the same for 2k because it's 2k and it's the NBA. It's going to do a man. Stop it. Like stop it. NFL two K five blows them out of the both of them out of the water. That's it, you know, so it's not about can it's about can you make a good game? It's not about what you provide us. It's it's about can you make a solid game that, you know, 20 years down the line people will come back to. And two K I mean, sad to say, 2K five takes the cake for it, you know, to be honest with you. It really does. And they definitely
0: they just need to do, like, go ahead and do it. A lot of games are doing it now. They come out with a game, and it's intended to be like a game as a service, and it doesn't do so well. But yet, they put all the resources in making that game better, listening to player feedback and fan feedback in the community, and they make it into the game that the gamers want versus oh it wasn't a good game let's just come out with another one and make them pay for it because with an example of fallout 76 that game came out did horrible but then they stuck with it and they're still messing up a little bit but they listen to the player base and the fan base and they're making it better i actually played it over this weekend because it was free on xbox for games with gold and it's actually a really good game i was actually into it it made me want to buy it but i'm holding off because i feel like that game's going to come to game pass eventually but that's just an example there same with rainbow six and other games that like destiny like they came out wasn't what we were expected and they just kept coming out with updates and made it into what we wanted so i feel like the sports need to go ahead and do that drop the new 2k and the new madden oh if we don't like it we'll tell you guys about it and you guys will fix it and then it will be an awesome game and we would continue to
1: support that game exactly because by the time like you said say they drop a new game and they're like oh people didn't like this 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 within the game typically they only work on one maybe two if they're lucky of those things before it's time for the new madden to launch so you're you're basically always 2 years behind essentially but if you yeah. just, if you just put out a game that said Madden NFL or NBA 2K you know then like you said listen to the fans what do they want what do they want what are they clamoring for you know and and we thankfully now we have social media so you can get yeah. that junk instantly like what what are people complaining about what are the fans wanting you know yeah and then boom title update you know we just we we fixed this all right you know okay you know, we got that fixed. Oh, okay, something else is wrong. Okay, boom, boom. You know, just keep coming out with the title updates, man. Trust me, the people will tell you. Sports, oh yeah, sports, they'll, they'll sports tell games, you too sports games, they will tell you what's wrong. Heck, they tell y'all anyway what's wrong, and y'all still don't listen. Two K <laughs> is a prime example of that, but that's neither here nor there. We are not gonna touch that subject. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm just saying yeah 2k ruthless. they don't they do not care do not at all do not care they care if you buy that vc though they care about that but if if they don't care about nothing else okay but
0: yeah so i i think we agree on the fact that they just need to come out with just a base game and just continue to make updates for it Mm -hmm. so so but other than that that's all we had to say about the new game announcements that came out. There was a few other game announcements, but we're kind of running out of time. So uh, those were just the main ones we wanted to talk about. So with that being said, this actually wraps up the end of the show. Uh, Before I end the show, I just want to go ahead and recap what we were talking about. Uh, We went ahead and discussed the PlayStation 5 gameplay demo event that they had with the Unreal Engine 5. Uh, We were definitely impressed, and it definitely got us excited for the next gen. Uh, We can't wait for next gen to come, and it's coming later this year, guys. Uh, it's, It's coming very soon. Uh, we also discussed more on the Sony State of Play event. They showcased 18 minutes of Ghost of, Tush, uh, Ghost of, Tsushima, which is definitely looking like a solid game. Uh, definitely another great game from the PlayStation Studios. Uh, we also went ahead and touched a little bit more on the game announcements of Tony Heart Pro Skater One and Two Remaster and Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. So this past week in gaming definitely got us excited what about you listeners and gamers did any of this information get you guys hyped for next generation or if you're a playstation fan did the 18 minutes of gameplay of ghost of tsushima did that get you guys excited and can't wait to finish this generation off strong or did you know was this a crazy week for you guys I honestly think it was a really good week in gaming and a much-needed week of gaming. Uh, it just, you know, Sony went ahead and did what they needed to do to set the set the tone on what gamers expect to come the, with this next generation. So that's good. And then a bunch of these games that we love, like Tony Hawk and Mortal Kombat, just getting much-needed love and more content, which is always awesome. So definitely, listeners and gamers, go ahead and tell me what you guys think about all this information. Um, what do you guys think of the past Sony events? You know, did it surprise you? Uh, did you Do you think Xbox might be in trouble or do you think this really hurt them when they messed up with the Inside Xbox event and then Sony went ahead and capitalized on their misstep? Um, and are you guys excited about the recent gaming announcements? Uh, But there was definitely a lot more game announcements, and there's going to be a lot more game announcements coming, especially in June and July. So with that being said, this is the end of the show. I just want to go ahead and say thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Uh, I just want to go ahead and tell you guys that i appreciate all the love and support and to go ahead and make sure and subscribe to the gamer gamers anonymous podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it i know that i upload on anchor.fm so go ahead and create an account and check that platform out if not you know we're on the apple podcast and the spotify and other pretty much all the other podcast platforms out there so go ahead and support the channel um also go ahead and give you guys uh, go ahead and contact me man you know engage with me i'm always on twitter go ahead and follow me on twitter at donny trace uh, d-o-n-n-y-t-r the number three s donny trace man go ahead and follow me on twitter go ahead and tag me into anything man contact me tell me uh, what you think about this past episode, uh, if you have any comments on what we actually talked about, go ahead, man. I don't bite or anything like that, man. I just love talking about video games. Also go ahead and make sure to follow the finesse Kings gaming Twitter account, which is, uh, the Twitter handle is X F K X gaming. And that's on Twitter. Go ahead and follow that account. Uh, we're trying to build that community up too, because, um, uh, That brand is going to just pump out a lot more, um, just more podcast and more streaming content. You know, we're trying to make this into a good community, man. Um, T.A. or Tommy, where could these people follow you
1: on? Uh, They can follow me on Twitter at uh, Tomas Making Money. So that is capital T-O-M-A-S-M-A-K-I-N m-o-n-e-y Thomas making money it's all one word you can follow me on there another thing I want to uh, tell y'all y'all can follow me on y'all can go ahead and send me a friend request on my Xbox man go ahead I'll give y'all my gamer tag uh, you know I'm definitely always looking for more people to play with Uh I always play with my dog Terp you know that's my guy so we always running on there but we definitely could always use more people to uh play with and link up with for sure uh, yes sir so uh my gamer tag is lowercase X, capital F, capital K, lowercase X, capital T, capital O, capital M, capital A, capital S, and then one and five. So it's XFKX Tomas fifteen. Uh, on the xbox go ahead and send me a friend request man um, like i said always looking for more people to play with and link up with and run games with for sure um, so you can check me out on those two things uh, like Turp said i don't bite man i'm just a you know just always down to discuss video games you know that's one of my passions so definitely and appreciate you Turp, for having me on here again man it's always love you know always love yeah, to come course. up here and chop up with you for sure
0: yeah yeah i appreciate you actually taking the time out once again bro you know uh, definitely we appreciate you guys um we definitely got more content coming later on i already got the notes and stuff for episode five so definitely be on the lookout for that but other than that gamers and gaming addicts you know it's been fun it's been real but until next time never stop gaming Thank you podcast listeners and gaming addicts for making it to the end of today's episode. If you would like to write to the show or send fan mail, feel free to email us at finesse.kings with a Z gaming at gmail.com. That's finesse.kingsgaming at gmail.com. We would really love to hear from you guys. Thank you and look out for the next episode. In this week's episode, your host myself, Trey Turpin, and my good friend Tommy Harless will talk about the recent Unreal Engine 5 tech demo running specifically on PlayStation 5 and the state of play event showing an in-depth look at Ghost of Tsushima. We'll also discuss about the recently announced Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remaster, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath, and so much more. So stay tuned as the show is about to begin on the Gamers Anonymous podcast.